Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the Gospel of Mark, and we're in chapter 11. Now, I don't know about y'all, but the Lord never ceases to amaze me at his complete and exact perfection. And as you know, we've been going through the scripture week by week, not knowing how many chapters we would get in each time. And so today, without any pre-planning or thought as to which chapter we would be reading today on Palm Sunday, we are at Mark chapter 11, which is the chapter that discusses the triumphal entry, which happens today on Palm Sunday. So let's read what the Lord has for us and gain the full understanding and perspective of what happened on this day in preparation for the day that is to come, which is Resurrection Day, the day that he overcame death for us. And so it says, As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying, Go to the village ahead of you. Just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Tell him, The Lord needs it, and will send it back here shortly. So he points out that this colt has never been ridden. It's never been taken away from its mother. And so here we understand that all creation is subject to the Lord. All creation is crying out for the sons of God to be revealed. And therefore they wait in patient and eager expectation for what the Lord is going to do. And so this colt responds willingly. So the disciples, it says in verse 4, went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the field. We know from John chapter 12 that these are specifically palm branches, which is why we call today Palm Sunday. And then those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Says So Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, He went out to Bethany with the twelve. Now we know from the Gospel of Luke that as the people were shouting, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest, that some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But Jesus replied, I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. So even the stones will cry out as to who Jesus is and the receiving of what he has come to do. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. And we know that this is from the book of Psalms in chapter 118. It says there, this is foreshadowing Jesus, of course, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. 
and be glad in it. O Lord, save us. O Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine upon us. With bows in hand, join in the festal procession up to the horns of the altar. And so here we have the procession as Jesus is being led toward the altar where he will be sacrificed for us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now moving on to the next section in this chapter, it's entitled Jesus Clears the Temple, and it can also be found in Matthew, Luke, and John. The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went out to find if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple area and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise to the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. And there he is quoting the prophet Isaiah. He goes on to say, But you have made it into a den of robbers because they turned it into a marketplace where they were buying and selling, where they were trying to profit off of the people that were going there to purchase something to be offered. It says the chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. Now we get back to that fig tree. It says, in the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt it in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, Believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. And then the authority of Jesus is questioned. It can also be found in Matthew and Luke. They arrived again in Jerusalem. And while Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the elders came to him. By what authority are you doing these things? They asked. Who gave you the authority to do this? Jesus replied, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, was it from heaven or was it from men? Tell me. So then they discussed it among themselves and said, if we say it's from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say it was from men, they feared the people, for everyone held that John really was a prophet. So they answered, we don't know. So Jesus responded, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. So he said, clearly, if they don't understand John's baptism, they won't understand me. 
And so that ends Mark chapter 11. And like I said to begin with, I am in awe of the perfection of God's timing in every detail as he shows us his ways and teaches us his word. We will pick up next time in Mark chapter 12.